So, um, last part of our podcast po will be about local politics. So, we know that you are running against Pantelion Alvarez for... I'm walking lang. Ha, <laughs> okay. Is he walking? <laughs> he is running. Because there is some confusion because people also know him to be an ally of the presidents. Yeah. And then you're also, of course, associated with Mayor Sara. Are you both allies? What's the status? Well, you know, we've known the De Rosarios, the Florendos, have known the Dutertes since way, way, way back before, no? As a matter of fact, the father of President Digong, former Governor Vicente Duterte, was a very good friend of Tony Boy's father, Tito Tony Florendo. And of course, my father also knew him, no? Because they were, both, they were in politics, right? So talagang our relationship, insofar as our families are concerned, really goes back a very, very long time ago. Itong si Alvarez only met the president when, to, when they were together in Congress through Tony Boy which was in 98, 98 to 2001. No? That's the time when they were, they were together. But it's really our family that, that has been close to the Dutertes. And then in 2016, our congressman here, I was congressman then, no? and then I ran for governor because my dad was on his last term. And so my candidate for congressman at that time was my father's vice governor. In the end, he betrayed us and ran against me instead for governor. So at that particular point in time, wala na kaming congressman, no? But there were three candidates who we could pick, who could, we could pick up as our official candidate. One of them was a former candidate of ours for congressman who, who beat Alvarez twice. This guy, his name is uh, Arel Olano. Siya talaga yung choice namin because matagal na namin kasama before, no? At parati naman niya natatalo si Alvarez kasi kasama namin siya, si Olano. Ang nangyari is that si Tony Boy, being a very good friend of uh, Alvarez, spoke to my dad and asked my dad if he could reconsider the choice for congressman. Because kaibigan nga niya si Alvarez, no? Eh, matagal na wala sa politics. Alvarez was absent from the province for almost 16 years. Uh, and so my cousin asked my father if we could help him come back. And that's why we ended up bringing him, no? So we, were, we campaigned for him, and he actually won. Despite the fact that in the past, he would always lose against our, our candidate. No? So now, he won because we carried him in our ticket in 2016. So that's how it was, and uh, we were all happy that that was the case. Lalo na nung naging speaker pa, itinulungan din ni Tony Boy maging speaker pa, no? So we thought to ourselves, wow, can you just imagine how much we can do here in this province, no? And unfortunately, it didn't come out that way, no? Uh, zero budget for that Nag-away sila, tinanggal na. Siyempre, you know, at that point in time, we all wanted to join PDP. At that time, it was just Tony Boy and Alvarez who were members. Coming lahat, we wanted to join. So, when we were about to join na, yun na, nagkagulo na yung dalawa, tapos tinanggal si Tony Boy sa PDP. It was Alvarez who removed him because he's the Secretary General. No? Uh, so, ang nangyari, ngayon, eh, natigil kami. Kasi, syempre, nagkagulo na silang dalawa. So, we decided to stop first and see what would happen with these two congressmen. But of course, ang nangyari, si Alvarez started courting the mayors, asking them to join him. No? And that's why we have a divided province now, because of politics. No? So, ang nangyari, ni, ang ginawa ni Alvarez, of course, ginamit niya yung power ng Congress, being the Speaker. 
by saying, oh, ikaw, mayor, sama ka dito sa akin. Pag sumama ka, bigyan kita X amount of projects. Pag hindi ka sumama, itlog ka. No, wala kang makukuha. No? But of course, may mga sumama kasi nagahanap ng projects. Meron naman mga mayors who remain to be loyal to our families, the Florendos and the Telosarios, and that's why they did not shift to Alvarez despite the fact na ang laki-laki ng mga projects na ino-offer. No? Talagang pambait. No? So, ang resulta, yung mga hindi sumama, wala talaga nakuha ang projects, no? including myself. Ang dami kong mga nire-request sa national government, concreting of provincial roads, water systems, electrifications, lahat, even farm-to-market roads, lahat na nire-request ko, inaharang talaga ni, ni Bebot. No? And it turns out that uh, talagang he planned it all along because now, ang sinasabi niya, kita mo, walang nagawa mga Del Rosario, walang nagawa ang Florendo. Eh kasi ziniro niya yung budget, eh, di ba? Yun ang rason nun. But of course, it's not true because we've been around for quite some time, no? Ito naman, zero budget only happened in the last two years. No? But yun ang nangyari, nagkagulo. Now, as I said, we've remained to be allies of the, of the Dutertes. He also, of course, was an ally kasi nga naging speaker siya. But this time around, uh, things have changed. No? Kasi talagang klaro naman talaga na he does not have the, the source of income to justify the purchases of properties that he has been doing since 2016. Not only Surigao. No? I have friends who are governors, congressmen, and they report to me kung ano yung mga properties nila ni Alvarez sa mga lugar nila. Are you saying he's corrupt? Yes, that's what we're saying, he's corrupt. You know, you will see that in his salary, and he doesn't have any source of income except his salary. And the salary naman of a congressman is only 100,000 a month. No? Ito lang ang property that he bought in Samal. He bought 200 hectares right after he became speaker. How can somebody buy, you know, one hectare in Samal is 4 million. If your salary is only 100,000 a month, in one term, that's only 3.6. Kulang pa nga sa one hectare yun, no? So, tapos for 200 hectares pa. Diba? Do you think nagka falling out with the president, with well, Alvarez? You know, ako, I would like to believe that the president is really serious about corruption, fighting corruption. No? We've seen it in his record and so far as uh, secretaries coming in and out. Marami na siya natanggal ng senators, pinalitan niya ng mga bago just because... Senators? Sorry, sorry, secretaries pala. Secretaries, just because meron siyang naririnig na chismis na may ginagawa ang kalokohan, out ka na, palitan ka na. No? That's how he is. In this particular case, I'm sure meron siya naririnig na reports. Eh kung nakakarating sa akin, sino ba ako? I'm just a governor. No? If a governor can hear those stories, I'm sure the president also hears those stories. Uh, Sir, did you ask si Mayor Sarah to help oust him? Actually, no. Because nga, to be honest, even up to the time that he was removed in July, di ba? even as late as mga March or April, we were really trying to fix this problem in Davao del Norte. Kasi, you know, our, this province kasi has, is reputed to be a harmonious province. That's why our development here has been very quick because wala na, hindi naman kami nag-aaway-aaway rito eh, di ba? And so, when we saw the problem between Tony Boy and Bebot, we thought to ourselves, I mean, ang problema nito, dalawang babae lang, nag-aaway. Siguro naman pwede maayos, di ba? So kami, my dad, was really working very hard in order to fix this problem so that we would not get to this particular uh, point which we are in right now, di ba? At that point, nag-zero balance na nga eh. 
But my dad said, no, let's forget about that. What's important is we have to unite para we can continue moving forward with our development plans for the mm-hmm. province. And so, Tony Boy agreed. Sabi niya, sige Tito, eh, wala na akong problema for the sake of the province. And the problem naman, eh, si Bebot, ayaw. Mm-hmm. So, as a result, uh, something had to be done, di ba? And so far as the, our families are concerned. But at the same time, of course, pagdating ng July, of course, you already know that the president said that Sarah was instrumental in the, the ousting of Alvarez, no? So talagang, ganun na nangyari, natanggal talaga si Alvarez. Did, it, did she do it for you? <laughs> no, of course not. No, it's really talagang, kasalanan talaga ni Alvarez, to be honest. He didn't have the support to stay in power. No, uh, marami siyang sinasabi na nasaktan si Sarah. Like for example, yung sinabi niya na ikaw, yan, si Digong Presidente, ako speaker, kaya ko siyang impeach. Pero sir, he denies saying that. Of course, he denies saying it. But it came out in the news. Diba? Now, sinasabi niya, ay, joke lang naman yun. Aba, kahit na ba joke, why would you say something like that in the first place? Diba? But in any case, second, of course, nainis din siya nung when, when, when we started talking about launching HNP. Tapos sinabi niya, ah, opposition yan. Oh, diba? Eh, sino pa hindi magagalit? Anak ka na presidente, tapos ngayon, you're labeled as an opposition, di ba? Eh, tapos after that, may dinagtag pa siya, eh, ganyan talaga, mga political dynasties. So parang, teka muna, di ba? Why, why are you hitting us, di ba? So, yun, those things, you know, one thing led to the other, to the point where nainis na si Sarah, and that's why Sarah came out and said that kailangan palitan na yung speaker na yan, di ba? Okay, sir, second to the last question. So, sir, you're endorsing the speakership bid of Tony Boy Florendo, and we know that si Mayor Sara has been endorsing the speakership bid of other people, right? Martin Romualdez um, and the Marinduja representative, si Lord Alan Velasco. So, given this, do you support, do you expect her endorsement of Tony Boy Florendo? Well, you know, Tony Boy announced already his plans to be the next speaker, or last week, no? Mm-hmm. Napag-usapan na rin namin ni Mayor Sara yan. No? As of today, ang posisyon ng, ni Mayor Sara and hugpong ng pababago mm-hmm. is all of the people who are interested to run for speaker mm-hmm. and who are likewise supporting the president, HNP will also support. So it's in a man, you're supporting more than the required number of candidates because it's 13 senators and then yeah. you have three. Precisely. Precisely. So you're, you're supporting, HNP is supporting the Florendo speakership bid. Yes, just like we are supporting the Velasco bid, the Romualdez bid, and the Cayetano bid. <laughs> so we're supporting. But actually, I heard a discussion between Martin Romualdez and Tony Boy, and uh, Martin has expressed that he would withdraw from the race in favor of Tony Boy. So we're now down to three, diba? Sir, kailan yan? Kailan yung sinabi yan? Right after the press con, yung last Monday, diba? You can call Martin to confirm. I was there beside Tony Boy when they were talking, and Martin said, Manong, problem I'll support you. I'm willing to withdraw in favor of him being speaker. So, eh, lahat naman kami magkakaibigan eh. Because we all support the same person, which is the president, no? And uh, we all believe that the people that are lined up for possible speakership, these four characters, uh, Caritano, Florendo, Velasco, and uh, Romualdez, eh, wala namang history of corruption niya, mga yan. Uh, so, uh, we believe that they're, they're more than qualified. 
they, they certainly will be better than Alvarez, no? Kasi talagang, it's very clear that there is corruption. And so far as uh, the Al- Alvarez, uh, uh, as far as Alvarez is concerned, no? So your last question has to do with your own bid for first district representative of Davao del Norte. So sir, what is your commitment to Davao del Norte voters about what service or what you can do for them if you get elected into the House of Representatives? Well, of course, you know, first and foremost is the programs that we've I've started since governor and we wish to continue, no? Of course, we're also talking about the the fact that marami pa rin hanggang ngayon mga lugar na you know, wala pa rin tubig, potable water, marami pa rin areas na wala pa rin kuryente, marami pa rin mga lugar na nababaha. These are all problems that are year in year out is the same problems and even under the speakership of Alvarez, hindi pa rin na-solve yun, ano? Only because he was not really concentrating on what really needed to be solved. No? Hopefully, if in fact Tony Boy becomes speaker, then maybe this would be a better time for Davo del Norte kasi at least we will have a speaker who is supportive in helping the local governance or the lo- local governments. Ang naging problema kasi ni Alvarez, pag mayroong mga not only Davao del Norte, no, but even the entire region. Pag meron mga priority projects ang mga governors, hindi niya pinapansin eh. He favored more sa mga congressmen. Diba? Eh may mga ibang province na congressman at saka governor, hindi mag- mag- magkakatalo eh. Diba? So ano nangyayari, pag may governor na nagre-request, hindi pinapansin kasi doon niya dinadaan sa congressman. Eh ibang priorities eh. Diba? Sorry to say it, but a lot of times, Congressmen really don't know what the priorities are because they have their own ideas. And usually their, their ideas do not go through the right process. For example, in local governance, meron yung tinatawag na development councils, di ba? Parangay, municipal city, and, and provinces. A lot of times, congressmen don't care about those things because for them, it's too tedious, too much paperwork, di ba? Sa kanila, basta when they go there, ito gusto kong project, itong gawin, kahit naman hindi naman pala kailangan ng tao. And that is why for us, kami, like ako, I've been in government service since 2002. I started as a barangay captain, no? So I've been through each level of govern- government from barangay to national. So nakita ko talaga yung how it works, how it's sup- supposed to work, no? And that's the, if you really want to have a progressive and, you know, a sustainable uh, development in the province of Davao del Norte, you have to really consult with your constituents. You cannot just come in there and say, hey, this is what I want to do, no? You really have to talk to them and find out what is it really that is needed here, what are the concerns that you have. Lahat yan lumalabas during local development council meetings, which congressmen never attend. They never do. As I said, they don't care. But kami, mayors, governors, we know the problems. You know, we face these people every day because we're here. They don't because they're there in Quezon City, diba? So because we face them every day, we know what the concerns are. And that is why if I become congressman, I mean, I already know what the concerns are. So all I have to do is find the funding to be able to take care of those concerns. And hopefully this time around, the new speaker will help us. After all, he's my cousin, di ba? Itong dati kasi, talagang zero talaga eh. You, kahit na hindi ka dumaan sa kanya, you pass through an agency. Nakakarating sa kanya eh. Parang sinabihan niya lahat ng region, oh, kayo lahat, mag-report kayo sa akin pag may hinihingi si Anthony ha, para block ka agad. So that's, that's really the problem we had or we have here in the province right now. No? Lahat ng mayors na naka-align sa amin, talagang pag merong hinihingi, may humaharang. And obviously, siya yun. 
All right. Thank you, Governor Del Rosario, for your time. Um, you were listening to our Campaign Convos podcast about Davao del Norte politics and 2019 elections. Thank you for listening. Thank you.